Welcome to the Premier Trauma Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Rosaline Stegg, and I'll be sharing trauma tips along with exploring conversations around all things related to trauma. What it is, types, newest tools, success stories, and much more associated with journeyintowellness.com, where you go to release traumas online, sign up for retreats, or register for trauma workshops. I know firsthand the challenges of living with traumas and the tools I use to finally overcome them. So join me, get curious, as we tackle the sad, the scary, the painful, along with the most joyful and powerful stories regarding traumas and healing from them. Hey everybody, I'm so excited. Thanks for tuning in. Again, my name is Rosaline and I want to get started by telling you a bit about who I am and why I feel that trauma knowledge is so important to share. I'm a clinical traumatologist, international life coach, trauma expert and specialist, plus a certified wellness counselor. I've been working with and talking to therapists, educators, survivors, and experts in the field for almost 20 years. My passion is to help others heal their traumas so they can move forward in life. Oh, here you go. Trauma Tips Tidbit coming up. In a previous episode, we talked about a very young girl who had been in ICU for 10 days. During her stay, and especially afterwards, her parents noticed how much her personality had changed. In the short span of 10 days, she had become aloof, as well as combative and aggressive towards her mother. This change in personality was a result of her mother holding her down as procedures took place. When her mother held her down, the terrified little girl had no idea how to process and understand what was happening to her. As a result, these behaviors occurred. Everyone, including younger children, can be affected by trauma. Life-threatening events such as car accidents, fires, bullying, sudden illness, death of a family member, crime, abuse, or violence can all cause trauma for a child. A young child's language is still developing, so it's important to look at other clues in their behavior and the way they play to understand if the trauma has had an effect on them. Children's responses can vary, but common reactions you might notice are clingy behavior, jumpiness, or changes in patterns. These children may start having nightmares, eat differently, use the bathroom irregularly, or have trouble paying attention. You might think they have slipped back in time as they begin showing signs of acting like their younger selves and regressing. You might also notice mood changes. They might not seem to enjoy the same daily routines or activities that they used to like. Some children may become a combination of withdrawn and aggressive, like the young girl we talked about in the previous episode. If there has been a trauma, or if you notice that your child has changed in some way, get curious. Ask yourself if they may have gone through something they are not sure how to deal with. Get curious and stay tuned for ways to help them as we go deeper into trauma knowledge. And that was today's Trauma Tips Tidbit. Now let's go deeper into trauma knowledge. Hi, welcome back. 
Let's take some time to talk about what we can do to help children who have experienced trauma. Some of the most powerful ways to help a child feel safe is touch. It's so important for children to feel wanted. Extra cuddling, hugs, or just giving them a rub on the back can help to soothe them and calm their fears. This simple action gives them a feeling of security that is very important after a frightening or disturbing event happens. Another way to support them is to act calm. Children look to adults for reassurance after something traumatic has happened. It is also important to maintain a routine. Routine reassures children that life will one day be okay again. It's also important to stick with the same family rules as before the incident, if possible. Also, tell them about what's happened. It's always best to learn the details of a traumatic event from a safe, trusted parent or adult. Be brief and honest and allow the kids to ask questions and lead the direction of the conversation. One of the biggest lessons I've learned is to not presume kids are worrying about the same things you are. During times of stress and trauma, it's important to help a child relax. A great way to do this is with breathing exercises. Remember, just like adults, breathing becomes shallow when anxiety hits us. But deep belly breaths can help our kids calm down. Try something fun, like holding a piece of tissue or a feather in front of their mouth and ask them to blow at it slowly. Please, please, whatever you do, acknowledge what your child is feeling. If they say they're worried, simply say, yes, I can see that you're worried. Remind the child to be aware of their body and to notice sensations like twitching, butterflies, shaky, trembling, tingling, dizzy, even fuzzy. Examine feelings and ask them questions like, what does it feel like? Or where do you feel it in the body? Once they start sharing, ask them, what do you notice in your body now? And where in your body do you feel that? Get them to pay attention to the sensation, then ask them, What happens next? Another idea you might want to try is to help the child get more in touch with their feelings by you sharing a feelings chart with them. Ask them to point to a picture of how they're feeling. Start to teach them other feelings that they might not have been able to verbalize, like frustration, annoyed, panicky, moody, worried, or how about feeling content, relieved, excited. When your child is retelling their experience, stay calm, listen, and tolerate the child's retelling of the event. Reassure your child that the event is over and they are safe. You may have to reassure them over and over again. Respect the child's fears and give them time to learn to cope with them. It is important to acknowledge and validate their concerns. Accept and help the child name strong feelings during brief conversations. But remember that a young child cannot talk about these feelings or the experience for long. Helping children 
families, and communities reestablish routines and roles can help return normalcy to your child's life, providing reassurance and a sense of safety. Resuming regular mealtimes and bedtimes, returning to school, renewing friendships and leisure activities, and playing in a safe environment are all steps that you will help bring your child back into balance. Do you have a feelings chart or a sensations chart on your fridge? Get curious and discover what your children know and don't know about how to feel or sense within their bodies. I'm so excited we're taking this journey together. In the episodes to follow, I will, you guessed it, be sharing the newest in trauma information, more trauma tips, real-life testimonials, conversations and stories from guests and educators who have actually gone through traumas in their lives. I've learned and seen over the past few decades many things related to traumas and how powerful releasing them can be. Thanks for listening. I hope this has been both thought-provoking and inspiring. For more information about releasing traumas online, attending trauma release retreats, workshops, or to contact me directly, please visit my website, journeyintowellness.com. Please tune in to the next episode of Trauma Tips to learn more about trauma and how to move through it bit by bit and tip by tip. Share your favorite episode on social media. Until we connect again, be kind, love yourselves, and enjoy your journey into wellness. This episode of Trauma Tips has been proudly brought to you by Trilogy Solutions. Do you need to update your online presence or build a new website? Visit TrilogySolutions.ca for all your website design, development, management, and hosting needs. Or call 604-910-0416 for a free estimate.